Hey, it's Dan Harmon from Harmontown. I want to tell you about an exciting new podcast coming to Feral Audio called Launch Left. Rain, Phoenix, and Moon Zappa are going to interview extraordinary minds, mavericks, and pioneers in their fields. This season, Launch Left is going to celebrate nonconformists like Michael Stipe, Shepard Ferry, Spike Jones, Mario Batali, and many others. And those guests are also going to spotlight their favorite left-of-center emerging artists. So listen and subscribe now at feralaudio.com slash left, iTunes, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can do it however you want, man. That's the nonconformist part. Listening to Twisting the Wind with Johnny Pemberton. I am Johnny Pemberton. Today's episode, which is not really today's episode so much, but whatever day it is right now's episode, is being brought to you in part by Night Channels. Night Channels web address nightchannels one word dot com is an online clothing retailer specializing in all things special, bizarre, psychedelic, freaky, abnormal, delirious, and otherwise. With hundreds of amazing designs to choose from, Night Channels is a one-stop shop for T-shirts you will find nowhere else. How do you think I found them? That's how I found them. I was looking for something. I was looking for a t-shirt of one of my favorite bands. And where did I find it? And no place else? Nightchannels.com. That's how I found this website that we now have this awesome relationship where I'm promoting them and they're helping sponsor the podcast. That's how it happened. That's really how it happened. I wish there was a more interesting story, but it's true. I was looking for a television personality shirt, and I found it only. The only place in the entire goddamn whole worldwide web internet was Night Channels. That's how good this place is. It's great. Everything they have is amazing and exclusive. They carry hundreds, like literally hundreds of designs of and relating to all the best music of the 21st century, the 20th century. Shirts with iconography from your favorite classic films, cult, and otherwise. Also a myriad of truly bizarre and entrancing occult designs. These are all in full color or black and white. And beautiful large prints available in every size you want and need in any color you want and need. I promise you, if you are a person who enjoys this podcast you're currently listening to right now, which I'm pretty sure you do, you will, you will find something you absolutely love on iChannels.com. I promise. If you don't, and if you like listening to this podcast, so there's something, something is wrong. You're probably like broken in some fundamental weird area of tone and taste and enjoyment. And for that, I am sorry. So I would suggest try meditating and maybe, um... 
eliminating dairy for a few months and see how you feel and then come back. For the rest of you, go to nightchannels.com, peruse their vast selection of highly psychedelic imagery, and use the exclusive Twisting the Wind promo code HANDSBRANCH. That's H-A-N-D-S-B-R-A-N-C-H. And you get 15% off. That's right, 15% off for doing nothing other than entering that code. Nightchannels.com. Okay? Promo code HANDSBRANCH. H-A-N-D-S-B-R-A-N-C-H. One word and you get yourself something amazing. Something to impress. I don't know. Maybe that cute semi-goth girl who works at the art supply store. Or you can get something for your boring dad and they'll just confuse him and maybe anger him or... I don't know. Something like that. I like giving my dad stuff he doesn't want. It's fun. Or you can buy something for your little brother. He can finally be like a decent, cool person. Or buy something for your best friend who always gives you the appropriate dosage of mushrooms when you're... Whatever you do when you do those appropriate amount of mushrooms. Promo code HANDSBRANCH. That's a reference to Hands on the Branch, and you know what that's a reference to. That's the other name of this podcast, nightchannels.com. You get 15% off. Do it! I promise you will be happy. You will receive a bolt of pleasure in your brain when gazing upon these mind-tangling shirts. I do. So go. Do it for you. Do it for me. Do it for all those who love you. Good day. And now enjoy a new blast-ripping episode of Twisting the Wind. Hello. Welcome to Twisting the you to pieces with my swank oh it's a swank it's a swank suit i got here 
Thanks for listening. Thanks for being here. Thanks for uh, patronizing the sponsor. Thanks for rating and reviewing the podcast. Uh, you've done both in, in droves and large numbers. We're getting up there really high. It's real positive. It's just a real push. It's a real hardcore uh, lay down of some heavy cards I've seen out there reviewing that is on the iTunes uh, review server. Also, you've done uh, ratings, which is kind of goes hand to hand with that. Thank you so much for that. I appreciate it. Keep it coming. If you haven't done it yet, do it. I know you can. If you're listening, you have an opinion about it. It's probably favorable. If you choose to be a, um, a hater, go for it. That's your lot in life. Enjoy that. Go ahead, enjoy spreading, uh, spreading, spreading filth. Um, if you want to be like, oh, hey, um, just just so you know, this podcast is kind of a, a weird one. It kind of tends to take weird uh, sound journey side turns that end up in a different spot than where they started. And if you can't handle that, man, then maybe you should step out. Maybe you should go back to fucking Long Beach and check out where your mom's house is and live there. That, if you want to say that, that's fine. You don't don't take my words for it. Just take your words uh, and do whatever you want with them. Those are item one, item two. Item three is uh, you need... You need... You need... Need. I don't know what you need. What do you want? A peanut butter? Do you yeah. want to? Oh, you don't want to do that. You got a you got a allergy. Oh no, he's got a bad allergy. Oh dear. That's baby talk. I no more baby talk. Uh, the email for communication purposes is twistingthewind at gmail.com if you want to send me music what's the song I've got some great music recently from people some mixes I love a good mix because sometimes I find it hard to take the time to make the mix that I know I can I I have done it I've made mixes I still can I just am being a uh, I don't want to say a little bitch I think I'm I'm kind of done with saying a little bitch that's that seems to have gone uh I, I'm sure teachers say that in like schools. Hey, Simon, quit being a little bitch. You're being a little so bitch. I don't, want, I, don't the, I don't know what the replacement is for a little bitch yet, but the, I will find one. And when I do find one, sure enough, uh, sure as sure as sure as sure, sure as houses sure as houses are for sale, that I will use it on the podcast. And you'll be like, oh, that's a better alternative. But you're I being a little bitch, so, not using the word. Yeah, little twisting bitch. the wind at Gmail is that portal for um, interactions and such. Number four. Uh, Please donate to the podcast. Yeah. If you're fucking listening for free, you know it. And I can feel your, you know, your, your party is burning right now. You're just like, oh, well, I've been meaning to, well, 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 this and that and this and this and my baby, my baby, my dogs, my, my lawn, my lawn and the trees, the lawn. Shut the fuck up and donate some money through our secure PayPal channel. This is episode number 73 for free. So it's for free. If you've listened to all the ones before for free, then you're even deeper in the hot seat. I'm not asking for much. I'm just asking for such. But you can also do, you don't have to donate. Let's say you don't, let's just, let's say you're super strapped. And you just don't want to, let's say you don't want to donate. You want to be like, I don't know what that. I'd rather, I'd rather just keep purchasing things through Amazon. Go to feralaudio.com and click on the Amazon link on the Twisting the Wind show page. Cool. And shop to your heart's content on Amazon. 
and we get a little piece of that, okay? Because yeah! we're going to do it anyway, so fucking do it. Shop on Amazon and give us a piece of it. Understand me? There's all kinds of cool links on every show page for music and other items, maybe books, maybe even like a, a thing to put your dog shit in or to scoop your dog shit with. I, I bring stuff from the life and put it in there and see you click on that. You're instantly shopping for the benefit of twisting the wind and you're getting a little thing, maybe a big thing. It's probably prime. You probably got that prime and you're going to get it and it's going to help out. Okay, so just do that. Do that shit. Tons of music recommendations all sprinkled throughout there. Coming soon, there will be a glorified, super hyper-organized system that catalogs all of the music that's ever been talked about on this podcast with links to purchase that in high-quality format because you know if you're hearing it on here and you like it, it's going to sound probably upwards of four times better when you buy it because this podcast is a huge, long, massive freebie and it has to be squished down into a compact presentational format. And when it does that, the bandwidth of the sound you're hearing is not the same as the music I'm presenting it. And the, does that make sense? You get it. It's like a door, okay? If you're gonna, if you bought an elephant and you want to bring it into your house, you're gonna have to hack the elephant to pieces, thus killing it to bring it into the house. So it's like, oh shit, I got this elephant. I love this elephant, but I can't bring it in the house. I had to kill it. That's what happens when you just listen to the music on the of the podcast as a part of the podcast. Okay, get it. Get bring it into your life. Make it a part of, <laughs> make it a part of your life. I can't think of, uh, well, I can think of, I can think of pretty much almost any time I've had a really good music listening experience, like recorded music. Well, obviously, live music, you're going to have a memorable experience. But anytime I've had a truly memorable experience listening to recorded music, there's this weird sort of like universal time slash date stamp that's in my head. I don't know how that's the case, but I can remember where I was, who I was with, what I was looking at when I was like, oh, that band or that song or that sound or hearing it for the first time. Because listening to it in that HQ NDL, that's high quality non-download, or maybe is download. You know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. Do you know Bam Che? Do you know Bam Che? Do you know Bam Che? Do you know Bam? I wish babies talked that way. Do you know Bam Che? What did you say, Matthew? Do you know Bam Che? Oh, he's saying, do you know what I'm saying? Oh, really? It sounded more like he was saying, do you know Bam Che? No, he's a he's a special super talker, baby. He combines the words and makes a new. Do you know Bam Che? Down Bam Che? <laughs> uh, base to the face Kobe got a coma chase Because you're about to get a fucking lace based So um, That all being said One, two, three, four Rate, review Communicate Donate And it's also a fifth one And that is uh, subscribe 
if you haven't subscribed, you should subscribe because that's uh, that way we're constantly being delivered to where you need it to be. Um, right now, I'm looking at pictures of blasting. It's one of my favorite things to do with the podcast is type in a, a word into the Google search image, 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 uh, Google searcher, and you just get so many good things. I, I suggest looking at blasting. There's some real good ones in there. Uh, it's pretty much all sort of grays and browns and stuff you're going to see there, but still really good, and it's really good and really sweet. So I'm really excited about this episode of the podcast. This is a really good one. It's a it's a substantially uh, musical, tangential podcast. I know that seems like maybe that's a lot of them, but this one is real special in that sense. It is intermixed. It is fully realized. It is 100% touchdown, baby. Your dad better leave the house before this guy comes home. You know what I mean? All the way around. You, this guy better leave before your dad comes home because he is just that uh, heavy duty, danger, dangerous, sort of, sort of, um, not Spokane, not Spokane, not, not uh, profane, but more like a, a Duquesne, um, profane stain, stain Wayne. He's kind of like a stain Wayne. Like if Wayne always did stains, um, but not in the, and not in the benign, benign, hind, fine, uh, skine, bind, line, line, trine, mind, sign, hind, mind, chime, time, stein, bind, so I, 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 Dude, you gotta chill out, man. Okay, it's just a podcast. Don't like make too much of it. Don't push too hard. Just like let it flow, let it be. It's gonna be rad. It's gonna just live in the pocket for a moment, okay, man? So I'm gonna throw go ahead and throw to the intro to the section of the music to the guest. This is your announcer, Donnie Jeffco. You're listening to Twisting the Wind with Johnny Pemberton. Hope you got a sweet-ass van like I do, baby, that you can park anywhere you want because of that sticker that Jennifer's mom gave you because she works for the city government. Yeah, baby, woo. Check it out. Lay it in. Dip it. Dunk it. digital you don't need to go that hot yeah yeah you can because you can always move it up you in know, post just, yeah you what can a move high it up quality very high quality it's a high quality recording uh, so you can you can do a lot with it later on you got that level yeah i got levels it's All just right, perfect cool. it's right there Let's in that good range okay good great range. logging in i was just working on this thing at home oh, look at that it looks like uh one of those programs that used to make electronic music it's just uh Oh, yeah. Ciao. Zash. <laughs> Has someone used that yet in a song? It has to happen. Right? Doesn't that need to happen? Hey, yo, DJ, turn it down. Hey, yo, DJ, turn up that beat. You want to slide this into your face? Professional. Professional. Absolutely comfortable. Absolutely. Onboard effects. Hi, welcome to Onboard Effects. <laughs> a little bit of scratch in it. It's a little good. bit of dirt in the pot. Let's get these levels great. Oh, I feel uh, I'm feeling great about this. I all. feel like a like a nice horsehair brush. A brush. It's got this new synth. What's it called? 
That's a Roland uh, string synth. Ooh, Roland. Nine, yeah, good old, product. Old Roland. Old Roland. Seventy-nine, eighty, era. It's a good era. That's one they were. Let's keep it dry. Let's keep it dry. Let's keep it dry. Let's keep Oh, I'm getting blown out. Did you get it? Okay. Oh, that was my lady. Well, you gotta have her on blast. Is this a loop? Or Pretty much a sounds? loop. It's a texture town. Hi, welcome to Texture Town. Home of roughness. We're rough made smooth. It's a special paint to be used on the outside of a submarine that allows the submarine to slip quietly through the water. There's no service there. What's going to happen? She's going to think I'm ignoring her. It's not good. This is a new relationship. It's a new relationship. I got to go outside. I mean, this is important. I bet if you go by the window, it'll work. Just try it. Make sure to take your headphones off because we've all seen what happens when that happens. Is that this new cord? We'll see. Will it reach to the window? Probably not. It'll go pretty far. T-Mobile This is sending This is a weird blackout song I just want to sing along to this all day I want to sing along with this song I want to sing along with this all day You And me (laughs) Call and suffer Together We can do it We've been together for such a long time Why fuck it up? Why ruin it? Why flush it down the drain? You know, I heard today at the department store Like I don't need a present girl Have you heard this? I don't need a present girl? And the guy was like, oh, it's uh, Can I sing it to the guy at the register? I don't need a present girl It was like something like that I was like, why? He was like, oh, I don't know why they have as Bieber Oh, it's Bieber. And I was like, that's a great Christmas song, Bieber. It is. I don't need no presents, girl. And there's something about cookies. He doesn't need no presents. That is true. He doesn't. He could use less presents with an S, like presents in terms of brightness. He's got a lot of presents. He does. Yeah, it might be a microphone technique. A lot of presents. <laughs> oh man, this is gonna be fun. It's already. We are oh, rolling. We're rolling. You can't. You can't. Yeah, have, I love rolling. You can't have an event yes. horizon. You yeah, have to just let is, it go. Mm-hmm. Rolling care. It's rolling. Hi, welcome to Rolling Care Systems. I'm Jeff. I'll be your. I'll be your intervention. Uh, I'll be your uh, warranty specialist for the next twenty minutes. Yeah, hi Jeff. Um, I just got an old Roland machine. Okay. Uh, it's a it's a Roland string synth and. If, Great. Do you have the access to the serial number? Uh, no, I don't. I think it's been scratched off. I oh. bought it off a um, guy um, on the internet. Okay. I don't know where it's been. Okay, it's so a second hand. Okay, hold on. Okay, I'm getting you in there. Great. Now, have you bought, purchased bra- rolling products from us before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have? Okay. Yeah. Um, let me just see if I can bring up your customer number here. Okay. One second. Let me just get it. <laughs> Yeah, it looks like we've got you down here. It looks like you purchased a uh, a Roland uh, DP6 uh, yeah. modular yeah, yeah. multi-effects tool yeah, processor. She, yeah. Okay. She liked the DP6. Is that working out for you? Oh, yeah. She loves the DP6. Okay. It's, it wasn't for you. It was a gift. Yeah. The, uh, okay. But we have you on the warranty. It was something that you know we talked about for a while, and then I felt more and more comfortable about giving her the DP6. And okay. You still together? Uh, yeah, we are in a you way. You are? Okay. In a way. I in mean, a things way. changed after the dp yeah, uh, I understand. Six. Yeah, it has an, it's been known, it's been designed to alterly affect relationships. That's the design of the DP6. Right. 
It's the depth projector, and six is a magic number. We all know that because six, six divided by two is three, and three plus two is five, and you can get any number from the number six. Two plus three, two times three is six, and two plus three is five, and that's one under six. So thank you for being rolling products. Do you know your number? What? Your number, like numerology. No, I don't. Do you? Um, I forgot. <laughs> How do you find it? Uh, you add up all your numbers. Okay, so it's like, but well, that's that's the alphabet, right? So if my no, name no, is no. J, no, no, like of your birthday, I think. Okay, my birthday. Hmm. Like, um, like uh, you know the the year, right. the, the date, the year, the date, and the and the month, and then you add them all up. And you okay, keep, keep reducing. You keep you add them up. So you go, you go ahead. Well, I'm just thinking because don't in the, in Europe they do it differently. They do, they we do day. We do month, day, year. They do day, month, year, and they're right. They're right. Small, medium, big. But they're right. Yeah, but like, I don't think it. Ma- I mean, it's all going to add up the same. Is it? Yeah, it's true. But I'm not, maybe there's like a subtraction s- s- coefficient in there. Maybe like a double buddy, a ratchet, a ratchet house, something like that. You know what I mean? Okay. So, when, when, what's your birthday? Birthday is six one. Oh, I shouldn't say it. Oh, I'm going to bleep uh-huh. okay, it. Okay, okay, I don't like to give, to, yeah, yeah, I don't okay. want to give too much information. On yeah, pop. No. I mean, I'll, tell, just you. Do our I'll tell you. Let's do our numbers. Let's uh, see, month I'll mark date. it. I'll mark it here. No, no, let's just do month date number. Okay. It's, it's arbitrary. Six. One. One. So you're a seven. Yeah, I'm a seven. So I'm, I'm 327. Okay. So three plus. That's uh, 30. Two plus seven. Three plus two plus seven. Oh, three plus two plus seven. Yeah. Okay. So that is a uh, seven. Plus three. Eight, nine. Twelve. That's, that's a three. Twelve. It's still a three. Wow. Bam. But I'm a prime. Seven's a prime. That is dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's up? Dope on prime. Straight prime. Uh, we got dope on prime. Um, I want to introduce you now. Oh. It's time. Do you have some intro music that you like to go by typically? Yeah. Something that's uh, real poppy and yeah. funky? Let's just find something. Like a funky vibe, sort of like maybe a drop, like something that harkens back to B-Boys, but not too not too nostalgic, but still with oh, that yeah. sort of feel of yeah, uh, made this, something made that's, one. yeah, like an old Pepsi. An old Pepsi. Mm-hmm. Like an old Pepsi. I made one. I made one. For Pepsi? I, uh, I made one, though. You made one. Okay, we're going to hear it here, and I'll introduce you. <laughs> I like the title of this. No, I don't like that. You don't like it, okay? Um, hold on one second. It's okay. We're just fine. We're just uh, we're twisting the wind here. Right. Slow, smooth, relevant. <laughs> Hi, welcome to Twisting the Wind. Slow, smooth, relevant. Oh, I like that. Ah, ah. Uh. again, once it'll never begin the same way as it began again. Uh. Never once was this the way it was You got your pumas on, baby Welcome to Venice Beach It's never gonna be the same again once the beat uh. drops You can't go home, baby It's it's and one Basketball plus guys <laughs> Oh my god Yo Introduce yourself on the mic Yo, what's up? Oh Coming in fresh and hot Oh no! Just got back from Little Tokyo. <laughs> Checking out Jordans. Checking out five hundred dollar Jordans wrapped yeah, in plastic. Wrapped in plastic. <laughs> that's how I do it. It's, well, that's the thing. It's important to have really nice shoes. 
<laughs> if you don't have the sneaks, if you don't have the real sneaks, then how can you expect to compete on a hip hop playing field? You gotta have fresh sneakers. So your name's Adam. Yes. What's your last name? Forkner. Forkner. Uh, but you're also known as White Rainbow. Often. How long have you been White Rainbow? Since like oh, two, three. Welcome. Thank you. Welcome to Twisting the Wind. I, it feels Forkner, actually okay. really wonderful to be here. Just it's natural. Great. Supernatural. It's not. I say supernatural in the sense where it's huh. it's ex. It's not extra natural. It's just very. It's just very like you know. It's very natural. It's very smooth. We're like just. It's like a like an old shoe. Yeah. But we like those fresh sneakers though. Yeah, man. I fucking love some fresh sneaks. Oh, I gotta have them fresh and clean. I get those special wipes. They I get them on the oh, mail. True. Yeah, it's a special type of wipe designed for sneaking, sneak, sneak wiping. Sneak wipes. Because you can't use like a regular off-the-shelf product to clean your sneakers. Nope. Those, those haven't been designed by a guy nope. who went to college in Beijing uh, to learn about international sales. Like it isn't, he isn't directly descendant of Mark Echo. You know, I need someone who knows Mark Echo, can get Mark Echo on the phone. You know, someone who, who knows the garment industry. <laughs> Who knows, like, what samples came from where? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I, I want, I want, I need to beat materials, digging. tech, tech fabrics, tech fabrics. You know, yeah, all that stuff. <laughs> Under Armour, Under Armour, you know, Peak, Peak. You What's know, Peak? That. Is that a thing? Yeah, Peak. Is I don't it, know about Peak. Like a Chinese high top company. I don't know. They got, See, they have Tony Parker. Tony Parker is French. He's the guy who used to date Eva Longoria, I believe. Yeah, right. A young guy, kind of has a mashed up face. Mushed up. Yeah, his face looks like he's sort of been Frankenstein. I haven't played basketball yeah. for Americans. No, he plays for the French team I, and he plays for the Spurs. He plays for both? Yeah, you know, after the NBA oh. season, he goes and plays for France. Wow, he loves basketball. Absolutely. But he's not with Eva Longoria anymore, is he? Dang. I think they, I think they broke. He's too busy. I honestly don't know. I Ballin. just all I know is that they were together. You really like basketball, though, huh? I enjoy it. Yeah. You've been into. You've been. If you've ever been a b boy, did you ever play ball? I play a little ball. You play a little ball. Yeah, with my buddies. I'm really bad. It's weird to me because it's one of those sports where it's. It seems to me like impossible to be casually into basketball because it's like all those guys who play basketball are all just like they're fucking monsters. You know, they're thick. Yeah, they're big motherfucking monsters. I mean, look at me though. You're not that. No, I'm not that. Yeah. I got to go. We got to go. Uh, we, we play in Koreatown. Okay. With uh, Hispanic and Asians. Oh, right. <laughs> like yeah, mix, the black guys come and we're like, oh, no. They ever show up? Yeah, short ones. Really? <laughs> short ones. Yeah, it's like the six and under league. Right. Uh, I mean, like, not league. I mean, just like, like pick playground. Up, pick, up. Up, pick up ball? Pick up. Yeah, pick up ball. Man. There's a, there's a subtle silent politics in pick up ball. What is it? Just like, oh, no, you look like cut mm. and tall. So I'm you, not going to play with you. And you're probably going to be polite enough not to play with me. Really? Okay. So there's yeah. like sort of, so it's sort of like a natural matching that goes on. Yeah. Natural, Selection. Because no one wants to just cream somebody. No, it's not interesting. Yeah. No, I, I'm it's playing not. with like drunk Latin 45 year olds. Really? Yeah. This is one guy named Kobe. 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 He's drunk, fat, Kobe, Kobe Velasquez. Beer, his teeth are, I don't like guarding him. His teeth are rotting. Oh. But he's got a shot. That he must have had since high school. It's like a spat. What is it? What kind of shot is it? Just, you know, elbows up, over the head, leans back, and he's like Santa Claus, got a yeah. big old stomach, he's going to push you out of the way, and then no spin on the ball, goes in like 80, 80% really? shooter from, from like 12. Kobe. Yeah, we, Kobe. <laughs> <laughs> so Kobe. I'm kicking it with Kobe in, a, right. in K-Town, straight off, you know, um, just b-balling it, like, right. um, you know. 
b-balling it. Yeah, it's fun. It's a, it's a natural thing. I'm trying to get into sports, but I've ha- I'm not doing Which it. Which one? What do you got a sport? Um, not really actually. Ar- archery. At all. Uh, yes, actually. Yeah. I kind of want to get into archery. Longbow. Uh, I'll do compound. Word. I mean, the longbow is something. I have a friend who's on the podcast actually, Tyler Rabbit. We Word. went out okay. and uh, hunted. Uh, Hunted rabbits, actually, and he uh, he's a he's a big time longbow aficionado. I said it wrong, but I like saying do, it that way. Um, does he have a wrist guard for you? He does, but well, I was taught when I was growing up because I learned to uh, on a compound bow. I had a guy teach me how to hunt deer. Oh wow! On a compound bow in Minnesota. That's a Nugent. Level. Yeah, it was very. This guy was a Nugent guy. He was a hundred percent a Nugent type feller, cool. and he uh, had like this do- red Dodge Ram covered in like fucking stickers with like like broad broadheads, dead head, just all kinds of shit. But he's like a Minnesota redneck, not like a didn't talk like this. He just talked, one man, one oh, yeah. woman, one dog. Well, yeah, one man, one woman, one dog. That's all you need there. Wow, well, we're gonna go out there and get that deer, get that, get some white tail. So up you in went there. out with him. Yeah, he took me, he taught me how to shoot it, he taught me everything about hunting, all the whole damn thing, and went out one day and I shot myself a, shot myself a doe with my compound bow. Is took that, it down, tracked it, gutted it. Really? The whole thing? Whole damn thing. Was it heavy? Uh, yeah. It's also, the biggest thing is it smells terrible. When you gut an animal, uh-huh. even if you didn't gut shot it, oh my God, it's right. a hideous Where'd smell. You hit it? Where'd you hit the doe? Double lung, baby. Really? Right through. The arrow goes through the animal. Yeah. Goes what, right through. What kind of arrowhead? Uh, it's called a broadhead. It's uh-huh. like it's like a little like triangle little razors yeah, on there. That. I've seen yeah, that. Yeah, they're deadly. Have you hunted before? Not since then. It's only been hunting once, and, twice. And you, and you, and you shot and killed a, an shot animal. Shot and killed a, a, a white-tailed Did deer. Did you eat that meat? I ate the shit out of it, yeah. Now, how'd you feel about the whole process of killing your own food? Um, I felt uh, different. I, I felt it was very exciting because this one happens very fast when you kill it. Wow. And, the life uh, goes out of this, this dough quickly. Yeah, it goes pretty fast. And it's something where, I don't know, I was yeah. a pretty young guy. I think I was like 15, 16, 15 years maybe old. 16. Not even two moons. Not even two moons, yeah. Okay. But I haven't gone since then. Oh, it's it a heavy like, thing to, to shoot and, and kill an animal? <laughs> It's a heavy thing. No, yeah. yeah, no. My father took me out um, the first time um, when I was a, a boy, um, and we just, we, you know, we grabbed a six pack of Pepsi's and went uh, out into the wilderness and uh, shot. Well, he shot. He shot a couple doe. A couple doe. Yeah. Uh, now I. That sounds <laughs> almost like a Navajo guy. Navajo guy, yeah. No, my hey. dad. He, de- he it was the first time I took mushrooms. It was my, with my father. Yeah, uh, my dad, my father. He didn't know, but we were we took mushrooms we out there. We were tripping. There. Yeah, no, I put. I yeah, put, I, he had some trail mix we got on the way out at uh, Rite Aid, um, and what I did is I doctored it up a bit. I doctored it up. Yeah, we put no. some uh, the dried mushrooms in there. Yeah, it's, I put, uh, He he um he told me he loved me for the first time that day. <laughs> And then he shot the does, and they were good does. Yeah, no, but it is. That's that's something that I, is a. What, did it feel like a coming of age for you? I sort of, but it wasn't with my dad or anything. It wasn't right. with someone. The guy it was who with this I, guy. There was this guy because we, our family, our house was situated on about eight acres of land, oh, wow. of wooded land, and so the guy wanted to hunt there. So it was sort right. of like him, almost doing it as a favor for them allowing to hunt there, but. And I was all about it. I was like, oh, I was so into it. You guys needed to kind of keep the population of deer down a bit. You actually do. Back then, it was there were so many that you could take 
eight deer in one season. You can take on, eight. You can take eight. You can bag. You can bag, bag and tag. You bag and tag an eight. You, you can tag eight does and one buck and one deer hunting season up there in Minnesota that year. So because their population was exploding. Oh, sure, sure. And I guess they get, you know, when the population goes up, they start to hurt themselves, so. Well, it's not good for the yeah. you know, natural uh, not balance. Good. Nature. Not good with the balance. We've already messed up the balance. Oh, the balance is in. It's in deep altercation flux. Yeah, yeah. right. So it's just they're just we're just trying to haul down. Trying to haul. I was thinking, so you gutted you know, it with this guy. I gutted it. Where out in the field? In the woods. Yeah, in the woods. You got it in the. What do you do with the guts? What you do is you you cut around the anus and then you cut from the anus all the way up to the sternum. <laughs> And then you, uh, and then you drag the animal, let the guts, you cut the esophagus, you cut the, the attachment, you just leave the guts out there, and uh, coyotes and raccoons and crows will come and eat all those guts in the next 12 hours. They'll just come out there, and they'll just have a feast on those deer guts. It smells. Oh, it stinks like a goddamn death boy. It does. It smells terrible, because it's steaming. It's like a steaming... Rising stench. It's a hot. It's animal is just alive, you know. It's bowels. And this wasn't even gut shot. If you gut shot them, oof. Oh, then they're spilling out already. Yeah, you don't want to shoot them in the guts. You want to hit them in the heart and lungs. That's what I know. So that's what happened. Whoa. Mm-hmm. But eat a lot of sausage sticks out of that venison. But I didn't. I didn't butcher it. You take it to a butcher. Oh, you take it to like a guy. You take it to a guy. They're specialists. It's like a thing that you could do it. But I like think, a grocery store butcher, and you're like in the back door. Yeah. Hey, can, I, can you open up back here? We got a deer. Bring it in. Really? No, you bring, some guy. Like some a, guy. Like a game guy. He's a cool. game butcher, dude. Like the guy that sells you the arrowheads knows this guy. It's yeah. Like a whole system. I don't think it's like a knowing kind of guy. I don't think it's like an underground thing. I don't remember a lot of it. Oh, I love that sound. What does that have? A little flanger on there? Oh, so about the flanger. I want flanger to be on everything in my life. Just that. Fucking. You're listening to episode one of Onboard Effects, featuring Adam and Johnny. Onboard effects. Onboard effects. Thank you for flying Delta. Today we have onboard effects. Take any song you want and add a flanger to it. Add a phaser. Add a classic MXR phaser to your to your favorite Michael Jackson remixes. My mem did he say membrane? He didn't say membrane, but it sounds like he just said membrane. My membrane, my membrane. I got a my membrane. It's my membrane, my membrane. It's my membrane. You got, you got a worm. You got those membranes. They're pretty tough. It's hard to get those membranes off the shoes that you buy. You got those membranes. It's same as. Mem means same in French. La mem shows the same thing. Yeah, we got reverb, uh, flange, delay, anything. Basically, you can do a lot of things with this program. Welcome to Sweetwater. Did you ever like play music when you were a kid? Totally. Yeah. Did you ever go to the guitar store? 
Oh my god! And remember when you would go to the guitar store and right. the guy's like, "Let me play that for you." Yeah, teach <laughs> that thing. Let me show you how to do a riff, buddy. Like, oh, you want to you want to check out that guitar? I'll I'll play it. Yeah. You know that guy? <laughs> and you're like watching a guy shred on the guitar. And you're like, and then he gives it to you after he like warmed it up a little bit. Uh, I, was, I hated that the oh most. My god. You, go to, you know that only the new places. Yeah. Oh, you like that amp? Let me show you that amp. Yeah. And he's, he's shredding on the amp. Like, dude. No, you can I have to try it. I have to touch it. I got to I got to manipulate it. I feel like that's pre-grunge politics though. It might be. I mean, cuz when I was in when I was doing music, I think I started playing bass in the oh, bass. I started playing bass in the 7th grade. My friend Steve started a band. We started a band. What was it for, called? Well, our first name was called Strange Cattle. Strange Cattle. Strange Cattle. Oh man. And we started the band exclusively for the purpose of playing at the talent show. Oh, of at course. St. John's school talent show yeah you did to cover nirvana which song smells like teen smells spirit. like straight up seventh grade baby. oh that's beautiful yeah i was yeah had, little, little had that bass dangling 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 extra low. t-shirt off the end of the strap to make the strap not longer. not that long that's the guy from soundgarden did that he did oh extra length man that was such a thing that was such a total thing so you, how could you put uh, how can you play that way? It's like just bad ergonomics. Word. But then it's also, if you have it up high, you're just the worst. Have, but Oh, but if you remember in the um, In Bloom video, Chris had it up high. He did, but that was sort of a joke, right? Because that was like a Ed Sullivan show, right? Right. They both had him up high. Mm-hmm. Was that In Bloom? Yeah. And then the girls yeah. were screaming, ah! Yeah, that was a great era. I love that song. Did you play in a band back then? Oh, man, yeah. That's how you got started, bands? Oh, man, yeah. You know, Psychotic Borderline Mutant Children. Oh, my God. Feeling Zero. Um, apartment 213 that was more of like apartment a pop- 213 oh, like, isn't that a real thing no, I was like, yeah cause it's Jeffrey Dahmer's apartment oh. this is like ninth grade uh, Lookout Records like pop punk were you on Lookout Records no 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 okay. we, ninth grade wannabe, wannabe Got it. Lookout band that's funny I, I was just I think in that one I played drums right or something what, I was, that your, what was your first instrument First was trumpet. Trumpet. But that then, was a school trumpet, right? Like yeah, fifth grade? Yeah, yeah, fifth grade. No, yeah, younger, but like, Fourth yeah. grade. Yep. Yeah, and um, elementary, I mm-hmm. was on the trumpet. And then at middle school, jazz trumpet. Jazz and trumpet. And then, like, of course, you, you're, you, you're going to go into something cooler. You got to, yeah, because so it's my, I got a, I got a guitar and a yeah. four track oh. for my dad. Nice. Yeah. Is he a musician? He's a yeah jazz musician. Really? So he had all the gear. Oh man! Synths. All what does he synths. play? What's his main thing? Keys back then. And so he had a lot of synths like in the eighties. So was he then, like a cat? Was he down with those cats? Oh, he's down. Was it was, who's what cats was he down oh, with? Oh, it mainly? was in Monterey, and so he's playing little gigs. Oh, Monterey. That's the, the spot. 80s. Monterey Jazz Fest. Monterey Jazz Festival. I went yeah. to the Monterey Jazz Festival camp. Oh my God. Yeah, jazz is a thing up there. Yeah, but there's not a lot of gigs. There's like six no, guys, and they just keep their gig. Piano, cocktail, right. piano gig, whatever. Yeah. So he was in like a hotel lobby or a, a restaurant. Wow. But there's gig, there's gigs and there's dudes coming down from Santa Cruz and from San Francisco to gig right. a little bit. But he never went up to the big city. Okay. Um, but he knew cats. He knew cats. He was down. I mean, he's he's a guy who knows like, you know, thousands of standards. Oh, God. He, say he's like, got the real book in his brain. Oh, beyond the book. Yeah, beyond the book. Because the book's got, what, a couple hundred, 250, <clears throat> something like that? Volumes of the real book. Damn. Like, 
volumes of it. That shit's crazy. I mean, crazy. back in the day, pre-Kinko's going to the one guy that wouldn't ask yeah, the questions. Guy, I, I bought my first fake book. Remember that? I bought it from a guy who my bass teacher told me about. There's a guy uh-huh. who did it. He was a luthier. He was an instrument repair guy. Okay. And I bought it from him. Yeah. Cash. I mean, it's the kind of thing now, it's it's laughable to think that yeah, yeah. we would ever get in trouble, but it right. was an underground thing. You were buying... It's underground. It's like yeah. the anarchist cookbook and the fake book. <laughs> what a fucking funny thing, man. Now, you'd get in trouble. You went to Kinko's and you're like, hey, can I copy all of these songs? You can't, yeah. Sheet music. They'd say no, because those are owned. Uh, to the listener who might not know what these... Nah, actually, I'm not going to explain it. No, let's it. do it. I want to explain it. I want to explain it. Well, I'll explain it. Let's have. Let's call Brent and have him explain it. Does he know that? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, he, he does. He, jazz, he's, he plays jazz keys. Right, okay. He does know that, we yeah. We talked about the fake book. Um, yeah, the fake book. It's a big fucking phone book of jazz standards... Standard songs. Standard songs, like Days of Wine and Roses. Those days of wine and roses. Con Alma. Let's, uh, I can't get started. Oh, wow. Confirmation. Wow, okay, you're going in. So all the bop, some bop standards, mainly it's show tunes, though. Yeah, it's it's, it's big band show, and it's a little bit, no, they'll have some bop in there. They had bop, yeah, they had, well, they had different volumes of it, but it's this thing you get, because you're in a, you're in a jazz band, so you got to play those, those badass songs. Yeah. Solar. The whole disc was back then, though. Oh, you're still on book? Yeah, sorry. I just, it's, yeah, I just had a memory hole. Just of now. what? I just went down a memory hole thinking about all the MC songs. MC Solar? There's the Miles Davis song, Solar. But we always pronounce it Solar oh, for okay. some reason. Yeah. I don't know why. French pronunciation. And maybe like, an, I don't know. I think maybe someone, I played in a jazz group. You did? Yeah. A small, just a personal project? Small ensemble. Or is uh, it school? Just personal. So me and two buddies. Really? Yeah. I played. Uh, you played stand-up? I played bass. Stand-up? Uh, for some of it, mostly electric. So you're bass. still doing stand up. Sorry. So you're playing stand up and electric, depending on the tune. Well, no, mainly, mainly I didn't get into stand up bass okay. until later. Okay. That's a hard instrument, man. It That's is. a tough one. I, I tried. So the real book. Yeah, so you had a book. trio. Keys, bass, drums? No, drums, guitar, bass. Oh, okay, string. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Blum, 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 it was good. Blum, 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 blum. There were some times. You, so you, blum, you're you down. Blum, you know the songs. <laughs> oh, my God. You know the songs. Yeah, but Bob was my dad's thing, you know? Okay, so... And, and he never got punk. He never got, like, anything but pyrotechnics. Or technique. And tradition, right? He's cool, you know. But he you got to rebel against that. But he, you know, things that were like sloppy, he wasn't into. Right. Like I try to play some sloppy stuff. Like what kind of sloppy stuff? We try the to play. Doors are like. Well, first off, he's from the you know Bay Area, and people up there don't like the Doors because it's an LA but, band. Okay. Politics. Yeah, that's right. It's not weird. Hippie politics. That's weird. Hippie politics. Trip yeah. on this though. The Doors have sold more records than the entire San Francisco scene combined. Really? We're talking um, Jefferson Airplane, Airplane, The Dead. Uh, Moby Grape, right? Like any, anybody in this the whole San Francisco music scene of the '60s, the Doors have outsold them all combined. I believe that. I, be, I and I think that's like the bone of contention. And furthermore, the Monterey Pop Festival is not a Bill Graham production, which is why the Dead weren't there. Who's Bill Graham? 
Bill Graham was a promoter in San Francisco that did all okay. the, all of the events. You, you can you can look up his uh, events, all the psychedelic poster art. Oh, okay, time, that was him. You know, right. all that Bill Graham presents. He still does. I think there's still a He's still around. No, but okay. there's still Bill Graham. He's presents. not still kicking it anyway. Yeah. So you were in a jazz trio. I was in a you know a little. Um, I was I was doing like um, I think because of my jazz thing, I was into Primus. Oh hell yeah! Like when I heard Primus, this is like '90. I was 14. I was like, these guys are like crazy punk. But they're not. But technique. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, that was such a thing to be obsessed with technique. I feel like now I'm a, I'm anti-technique because I was so obsessed yeah. with virtuoso playing. You were. Yeah, you get like into the stuff like like if you're a bass player, you get into Jaco Pastorius. Yeah, there's so Jocko. many different... Well, he was he was a good virtuoso, but there's a lot yeah, of these virtuosos so where you're just fucking... But it fucking, killed him. It did kill him, but he was, he was a nut though. That guy, yeah. was, that guy was disturbed. Yeah. Oh, but you get into like John Patitucci. Yeah, and it starts to be a slippery slope of like fucking douchebag wanker. Billy Sheehan, triple finger technique. So much, just the wankery. The wankery. And you see stuff. You start to see people who are worshipped because they're just playing like motherfuckers, but they're not listening. There's no listening. It's just like yeah, yeah. Especially with drums. Drums is the big time. Yeah. Like wankery. Who's your virtuoso? Who's your favorite like virtuoso drummer though? Probably, probably um, Tony Williams. Tony Williams. I'm yeah. going to go Cobham. Billy Cobham. Billy Cobham. I, I was just thinking Billy Cobham. I saw him play once. It was amazing. Really? I've never seen Tony Williams play. Oh, Man. Have I? No, I saw. That would be what, beautiful. What's the guy who played with John Coltrane in the classic quartet? The guy. Um, <sighs> Jimmy Garrison. Elvin Jones. I saw Elvin, Elvin Jones you live. You did. He was outstanding. Older, though. Yeah, he was old Older man. Older gentleman. Old gentleman. This was New Orleans Jazz and Heritage Fest, probably about two thousand and one. Yeah, yeah. Be like, see, but even Tony Williams though, I yeah. feel like there's an exception because he's not like just ripping it. He's got dynamics. All those virtuoso guys that just like you're listening to some fucking guy uh, ma- masturbate. Yep. Just so much. A lot of that. I'm tired of the virtuosos. I'm tired of it. Give me some hits. I was just doing some hits. Yeah. Do you feel like you like grew out of that at some point? The I whole had life? to. Yeah. So when I was like a young buck, yeah. as you do, teen, right. I was doing radio. I, I I don't know if you can tell by my voice on this I mic. Can tell. My mic technique is impeccable. It is. I'm not getting any, no sibilance pops. No, I'm getting nothing. it though. But no, I I went to school. The jazz band wasn't much of that. You can hit your EQs. Yeah, you can I'm do I'm going to pull down my high because I've got gonna, sort of a little shrillness. I want to want to taper out. Do it. I just did. I just did minor, minor EQ. But then I got into like uh, punk or whatever. Right. I mean Nirvana. Yeah. It was it was ninety, and I I was listening to college radio, and I was doing a radio show in high school. Oh, that's on cool. FM. That's yeah, cool radio. We had a thousand watt radio station in my high school. That's I, I'm very fortunate. To that is super cool. It was the reason, one of the biggest reasons I went there, and I became the engineer. Oh, nice. I don't know if you could tell that. I just you're like fucking stuff. King Tubby, man. I'm like Tubby up on this, and um, yeah, engineer. But I was into punk and rap, and right? Crazy music, dirty music, right? Forbidden fruits for me, the jazz kid, right? Yeah, and. Cause it's like Cause you got this, jazz dad. This, yeah, and I got jazz dad. <laughs> Think about that. Jazz you know? dad. And he's like, I like... don't get it. You know, That's so funny. Um, he try. I mean, he likes Radiohead. He likes my music. He likes music. Right, right? now, but when you're 16 and rebelling. Yeah. So I was like, I got to get away from this jazz thing. So once I got to college, I kind of dropped out of the. And plus, I moved to a bass. Where's that? In in high school, I moved to bass. 
Oh, bass from I was, trumpet. I was thinking like bass, like B A S. Yeah, like moved all to your, Bass Lake. Um, all your bass are belong to us. Yeah, I moved to Bass. bass so you moved. You know, I moved to Bass Lake, right at the foot of uh, Yosemite. Ah, oh, it's a I great just, place. A couple of years of just spiritual, just like just, just tripping downward or upward. Just dribbling downstream, really. Was it? Yeah, because you got it's an alkaline vibe over there. So absolutely, and wanna, I was getting my pH balanced. Okay, that's yeah. a funny one. That's a good one. I'm gonna, uh, Jim. Can we mark that? The yeah, pH mark balance, that. like a pH. Yep, mark it. Just mark it. Great. Cool. I got really heavily into you know um, bedhead alkaline trio. <laughs> <laughs> What's another one from back then? I don't even know. Um, Hot water music. Oh no! Oh. I don't know if that. I don't know what the era of that. But you started getting into what we listened to. What was the anti jazz? The first anti jazz for you? The besides? first, like, well, just like De La Soul, uh, uh, Jungle Brothers, you know. Uh, Run DMC, uh, uh, Slick Rick. The Fundamentals. Well, that was like of the time, like right. 88, Yo! MTV Raps. Yeah, I that got was. Into that that was new. I got into metal. Oh, really? Like what? Like Anthrax, Metallica, yeah, Slayer. me too. And then I'll from there, it. got into like, um, you know, like that's when Inji. John Patitucci. Patitucci. <laughs> um, saw this wonderful concert. Patitucci, Holdsworth, Cobham. <laughs> Um, and Chris Novoselic. Pat Metheny as well? And, uh, was he Chris flying Cornell. in? Metheny was there just on treatments, like an Eno thing. <laughs> treatments. Then, um, oh, shit. And then, um, you know, and it was like uh, Cornell, Fail. Um, fail? Tad Doyle. Tad um, Doyle. <laughs> the name dropping here is obscene. This is like a kind of thing where... It was this Tad Doyle uh, Patatucci thing that not a lot of people know about. It There'll was be a, a decoder coming limited, out later for it this. It was a limited 7-inch on CZ. Um, when they were doing the, I don't know if you guys remember their uh, Smooth Grunge CD. Smooth Grunge. Or uh, Elevator Grunge <laughs> CD that came out. It was, you know, it was people's first exploration in the 90s of like, you know, irony and postmodernism. Smooth and music Grunge. And stuff. So they're taking these very sincere cats and putting them with this this new level of things. <laughs> and it was all just mixed by Hank Shockley uh, to wonderful effect up in New York. And, D- and Geffen just ate it up. And Geffen ate it up. I mean, we stuck it up his ass back then. It Geffen, was insane. He was a glutton for punishment. He just wanted the music in a pipe shape that it would vibrate into his asshole and out his mouth. He did. <laughs> and that's the cover art of Ween's The Pod, uh-huh. which was, of course... What's my- this? David Geffen's, David Geffen's uh, uh, digestive system meltdown. Yeah. Uh, it was like a butthole surfer's... Um, literally. Yeah, exactly. It's literally a that's, butthole That's surfers. how they got the name. Mm-hmm. So no, I got into all that stuff. Right. Well, that's that, the, that was of the, the of the time of the time. Right. You know, like the indie record store in Santa Cruz, and then going up to San Francisco and going to like the best Rasputin. Rasputin, right? Or, or uh, Amoeba. Or what's that place when called? they were just once Aquarius. Aquarius. Aquarius records? is dope, but wasn't that was wasn't later? There, yeah. Yeah, that's the guy from A Minor Forest, actually. It is okay. You is remember it, that band? I do remember them by name only. It was like a. Prog- they were actually pyrotechnically amazing. Really? Yeah, they were. They were like one of those Prague band. Yeah, they were heavy Prague. Anyway, you know who loves Prague? Who's that? People's uncles. Your Prague uncle? Prague. I had a Prague uncle. <laughs> you do? Yeah, I think a lot of Rush. people have a Prague uncle. Like a Rush Rush. Uncle. Uh, yes. King Crimson. Oh, See, I'm down with Crimson from the start. Though. Yeah. Oh, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just I, saying yeah. it's... Oh, you know who's the super uncle band? The uncle band? Giant? Uh, no, not Giant. <laughs> Fuck. What are they called? They're not They're not as good as King Crimson or like Mar- Young Marble or Mar- Young Marble Giant or something. What the <laughs> fuck is that band? 
What is that band oh, called? Giant, Young Marble Giants. Dream Theater. Oh, Dream Theater. Dream Theater yeah, is yeah. the official band of your uncle. Of, yeah, Young Uncle. If you're an uncle young, out there, young uncle. you bought that American Standard Strat, you got yep. you got the amp, because you got a good, you know. Soldano amp. You got, it's got three daughters, and uh, they're all like school age, and you're starting to kind of miss those, miss those tattered, 70s. Yeah, tattered Dream Theater CDs in you the got SUV. Some fucking, oh, you got those Dream Theater. You got the good ones, the Mobile Fidelity Sound Lab remix of the best of Dream Theater, baby. Yeah. That's a band I have not even ever listened to because I'm scared I might like it. <laughs> Actually, I probably would hate it. I think I hate all things. I got like really that. into iPad uh, music apps. Really? And the guy from Dream Theater, the keyboardist, right. is the... If you get into music apps on the iOS, he's the guy. He's the spokesman of all. Really? Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah. Uh, he he makes his own synth apps and any cool apps. He was doing reviews and stuff. Wow. And like, if you make a a music app mm-hmm. for the iOS or even Android, I think you gotta go through this guy. Do you have to go through the Dream Theater the guy? Yeah, you have to go through that guy. And if you're good enough, maybe he'll play it as a part of his life. Look, I like it. I'm going to recommend it to the Rippingtons and see what they do with it. And if the Rippingtons can use it, then maybe we can tip it off to Mannheim Steamroller and really get something going here. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I was into Mannheim, uh, Manhattan Transfer, <laughs> Take Six. <laughs> Um, all that stuff, just this regular stuff, like kid stuff, really. Yeah, you know, just kid stuff, man. I'm seeing roller for kids. Kid, Kidheim uh, Stam Roller. You know, what I was really into his Enoch Light Orchestra. Remember those <laughs> really? records? Yeah, those. When were I first awesome. started getting records when I was a kid at thrift stores, like, oh, I'm gonna buy my own records, not my dad's records, right. and not these punk rec or alternative rock or whatever they were mm-hmm. calling it back then. So Enoch Light. Those were like the. T- they were like a budget <laughs> test records, almost, <laughs> weren't they? Yeah, all that stuff. Some of that's really Ray good. Conniff. Ray Conniff, yeah. Yeah, I love that Ray Conniff stuff. That oh. dreamy, like, lounge. Mm-hmm. And, it's uh, good. There's a lot of stuff like that. Martin Denny. Martin Denny. You like that? I don't think I oh, like that. I think I know of great. it. There's so much stuff. When did you start making your own music like, well, like you I do said, now? Like I said, um, I got a, a four-track and a right? guitar in okay. middle school. At the same time, my dad's, like, boss drum machine. And that was it. Right. And I didn't know to like borrow his space echo yet. That came later. Oh my god, he had a fucking space echo. I still got it. The the real deal? Yeah, real deal. Oh, I got another one later in in Santa Cruz for like two fifty. That there are like, people who are just. Jizz- I have a good Jizz- friend in Minnesota, my friend Steve, who would He's probably. Like, what this motherfucker grew up with you the know? space echo? That's me. I'm having over a, it. Oh, having a having a geargasm. <laughs> having a geargasm. Yeah, I could geargasm out like hard. This is that Martin Denny <sighs> stuff. This is beautiful. This will slow down a bit, though, huh? Not much. It's real good. I just let this play. Huh. Oh, I, my loop is bad. Oh, see my, I got a bad loop. Hold up. You yeah, know, I was doing four-track stuff. There's something about a bad loop that's kind of endearing in a way. Yeah, you know what I mean? True. I got that anti-pop. Antipop consortium, kind of like, mm-hmm. um, like a RZA bad loop thing. Yeah, like that old good. ODB would go on this. Like, uh, uh, I got him. Yo, do it. I don't want to get it. Oh, uh. yeah. Or uh, I don't know. You know, <laughs> maybe like a Ghostface thing. He could, oh yeah, Ghostface can rap over anything, right? Because he's not really rapping. He just sort of diabetic went to the other kid he was like yo tone give me something else i couldn't give him anything he was bleeding out 
double buddies, necklace for gays. Got a girl, what? Stand back and in it. I'ma kill it, wicks tunnel, tunnel rats, digging deep, digging deep. Neats, what? I got it. For coke, got dusted. <laughs> Three bags of dope, one Bible, ooh, got it out, snap it tune, all Neptune wrapping up, Dak tune, my car's on the parking lot, where'd it go, didn't park it, hey, hell, double parked, outside waiting for it, sweating, thinking, where is Chucky, I don't know where he is, it's been five minutes, I'm about to hit this heater, pop through it, just say forget it, go back to my mom's, back in the thing, the thing, the thing, the thing, the thing, just hit the pizza joint, afterwards thinking, whoa, kid, you did it. Parmesan, oh, extra cheese, extra cheese, never had it, bitch on her knees, begging for it, got it up, ducks, ducks, all in the gray duck, gray duck double up, Park City books. <laughs> keep going, keep flowing, Tony on that thing for flowing. I don't really know. Tony's, uh, Tony been up in your thing and you didn't know it, Tony did it, Tony Starks. <laughs> action so, yeah. Bronson, we just did Action Bronson. Yeah, that's, yeah. basically Bronson is just like... He just like the, a, the white, white mellowed out ghost face. Yeah, like the white chef ghost face. But he's a chef. He's so a he, chef. He's an actual bona fide chef. I believe it because he's got that fat face. He does. Got a fat I think he's got a restaurant. Face. God, how do you do that? How Something. do you be like a big time rapper and be a well, chef? I think he was, you know, not always a big time rapper. Oh, so, so he he's was a chef. It's so he's weird. back in the back of the kitchen, being like, yeah. doing my thing like a throwing." Yeah, I'm I doing like Brussels that. sprouts glazing, mayonnaise hazing, got him up. Ooh, Chucky. I do a corn tortillas. Sprinkle it, truffle, <laughs> truffle sprinkles with the Parmesan. <laughs> but now he's right, wraps all that hard shit. Yeah. Those chefs are fucked up. I've talked about this before in the podcast, but chefs are a weird culture. Chefs of all the people in the world who do the most, do drugs and party the hardest, no one parties harder than chefs. That's true. Rock stars can't keep up with any, uh, even like the lowest grade nah. chef, rock star can't keep up with the of chef. Of course not. No way. Something about that food that just makes you have to get blasted on coke. <laughs> Something about making that food just means go, you go, have go. to go 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 all day coke. all day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I never worked in the kitchen. Neither have I. I've never worked in the kitchen. I'm a weird weird person. I had the four track when I was a kid. That's the answer. That was what you're doing. So I was I've been doing it. So you making like little indie songs? What kind oh, of was like indie rock? Well, the first thing I remember doing is I heard Black Flag. I had the first four years Black Flag compilation right. cassette, and I said, "This is some stuff that I could probably do it at, at, as a middle school kid." Yeah. So I had a, dr- a drum machine, a guitar plugged in, straight, mm-hmm. and I'm like an old mic. And I, me and my buddy did a cover of the Black Flag cover of Louie Louie with oh, a drum okay. machine, that a directly cool. recorded guitar. No, it sounds terrible. Well, it sounds like cool in the sense where that is. Uh, if Cute. that if that was if that was printed on seven inch and the right person made it, it would be worth a lot of money. Yeah, and that's how we got signed to K. So you got signed to K, really? That came later, actually. Oh, cool. Um, K Records, great yeah, record label. Yeah, which is interesting for a guy like me because you coming from jazz and coming from from actual um, musical, like real music training, real yeah, quote unquote real music training, and then for the Northwest and K and punk and all that to be like kind of the antithesis of that, like almost this uh, this theory that anybody has the right to make a song, right? Well, that, that's the whole. That's, everything seems to happen. Everything is always like a reaction to that. And that's right. this whole thing where music was precious. It was that these gatekeepers were you had to be you had to be vetted. You can't not anyone right. can just record it. But then that's what they were doing. That's what punk was. That was like it's like fuck hey, you. We'll just yeah. make some music. You don't yeah, have yeah. to have like, yeah. 
Vivian Westwood and Malcolm McLaren were like, you know what? We're just going to get some of these cool kids right. that don't know how to do anything, put them in some funny clothes. Yep. Start a revolution. And they did. Or like the hip hop guys. They're like, we don't have any instruments. We don't know how to, you know. Right. We got these turntables. Or this is the myth of hip hop, right? The myth of hip hop. Or like, whatever. But well, punk too. You know, these, yeah. these two things came up in the 80s and then... And my friend Calvin Johnson from K, you he's, know, he's he's about that, and he's about right. folk musics of all sorts. Yeah, you were telling me about this that he is like a huge reggae fan, reggae and right. all all folk musics of the world. Okay, he's not into jazz at all. He's really? like, that sounds jazzy. Oh, because jazz like is it. too. Because jazz is in a sense, pretense it's pretty of, constructed. It's very like, yeah. There's a pretense. Is sort of a construction. This mentality around jazz. Yeah, it's it is that way. I never, he's, I mean, he's I never thought about it that way. But that's about, true. He's about a record of a guy who took a shovel and a rock and yeah. got recorded. Like all that stuff that John Fahey produced, yeah, puts yeah, out yeah. And stuff. Yeah, all that. Yeah. That stuff is, there's this really cool article by this guy, John Jeremiah Sullivan. I talk about this book all the time, but it's called Pulphead. But he wrote this essay about Fahey, just talking all about all these songs that Fahey likes and how there's this weird, that weird culture and the sort of that, that deep, super deep digging folk music community, how... There's like two sides of it. There's one where it's like this thing that we know so little about is like the best song ever and it's super amazing because it's super pure and there's there's just nothing. We we can barely even understand the lyrics. But there's also the the other idea where it's like, oh, this is, well, this is just some stupid bullshit that someone made up. It's like this weird thing where we, like Fahey talk the guy in the article talks about Fahey going back and forth between those two things yeah. because it's a thing where... If you get too precious about it, it becomes right. something that can get taken away from you right. by the big boys. Right. But then it's also the opposite where, so you so you have to be willing to discard it, but you also are like, you yeah. fucking love it. You don't want to hold well, on Fahey to it. Well, Fahey absolutely yeah. was uh, cavalier and, um, and irreverent. He was in Portland. Okay. Uh, in I don't know 90s. much about him. I really well, don't. Yeah. In the 90s, Fahey, and up until just... Just a, maybe five or six years ago, right. he was in Portland. Okay, and that's where you're from. I was. Well, you, were, you grew I, up in the in, Bay Area. Yeah, there. I grew up in Monterey. Okay, and I moved to Portland to get next to that grunge dream. It was '94. I was wow. like, you know, wow, nothing, man. You know, that I was, was like, the time. Little, I was like with the stick and the handkerchief and Damn. you know Nirvana tape, and I wanted wow. to go up to the Northwest. And, yeah. I, and Seattle seemed a bit over. Olympia seemed small, and then Portland seemed full of like, oh, this is cool. Right. It was like. When I visited, there was like an all ages show that night. Okay. Like, wow. Okay. This scene is cool. So how old the, were you then when you were, did 18. that? So you, you really did the thing when you're 18, you just yeah, skipped college. town. Oh, you went to college, college there. Yeah. Okay. So, but, um, Fahey was there. I didn't mm -hmm. know about this, but Fahey was there, um, making insane experimental music. Really? Yeah. For the what's rest of his life. What stuff? Cause I have like feedback, weird, crazy Fahey. He has so much music that I haven't listened to. Like what albums and stuff are you? Th I don't even think about? he released. He released really? some stuff on Tim Care, which was like this weird guy's. Uh, I think like the first ever clear and the first Danny Warhols were on Tim okay. Care, like a grunge era. Got it. Portland CD pl place. They also put the Burroughs. Uh, some Cobain sort of spoken word thing. Or what yeah, the it? spoken word with Cobain doing I feedback. Heard that ten inch. That Tim sounds TK. Yeah, but heavy. Um, um, but Fahey was like just putting out weird CDs in Portland mm -hmm. of just irreverent, like just taking apart all of the preciousness of like the folkways, Smithsonian, okay. like archival folk thing. Just, right. just he was like, "Fuck that! I'm making weird shit." I, I have a friend, an experimental musician, who Fahey saw mm -hmm. playing weird guitar. 
And he's like, come record with me. And he was wow. absolute alcoholic. Fuck that up. he is? Yeah, fucked up, dude. God. So he just like, and he, the guy was like, oh, I'm going to record with Fahey. And they're like, okay. <laughs> so he went in and there's a there's a bootleg. And after John died, I think he put this vinyl out. Okay. My friend did. And it's like kind of a bootleg. And I've seen it. I think I might have a copy. And what it is is basically my friend playing his weird experimental, like, he was in like a scronky noise Skonky's band. Scronky is a like, good word. Bah, 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 so my friend like, like wolf eyes or something huh pre that okay. like uh, yeah but oh uh, like skronk you know like skronk where there's a guitar and, a, and this, this little no. bit angular <laughs> i mean i like free, the little words, free like ailer word. kind of an ailer vibe but like punk okay okay so the skronk guy and <gasps> then fahey was in the control room my friend he just said go play go just play and my friend's right. playing and then fahey would just blast him with crazy noise that he'd made wow. occasionally and be like, no, just keep playing, keep playing. And there's a recording of that. That's My super... friend just trying to play like, like weird improv guitar. It sounds like Jill Meek shit, but more more out of control. Yeah, and then yeah. like later he was like, I have friends that go and um, uh, do vintage clothes hunting at right. the at the Goodwill bins, and Fahey and his lady friend were always out there. And then if you were like, oh, this is John Fahey, they would try their hardest to sell you a Fahey watercolor. Wow. And if you saw Fahey, the thing is, Fahey apparently at that, at that point, I never saw him at this point, but yeah. he was like cut off sweats, like full on alcoholism. <laughs> his, his, his wife was like 15, 20 years younger than him and like just kind of enabling him to be a freak. And um, basically he would do these like sloppy watercolor abstractions and then nerdy guys would, would buy him. Yeah. Well, like a guy would come up to him like at the thrift store and be like, oh my God, you're John, John Faye. He's, yeah, no, you want to buy it? I got these in the car. And everything. of course. And he would, like, well, it's come sad. by the house later. He lived like 40 miles south. So people would come to his house. And um, I have a, this, a, a friend of mine went down there to buy a Fahey that Fahey said he would sell him a, a watercolor right. for like 20 bucks. Wow. That's sad. And then his sad. wife came up to the door and was like, no, it's, it's 250 uh, and she's, he was like, no, nah, I'm not buying like John's like sloppy watercolor. Yeah. But Fahey, yeah, he kind of, he lived it, I think. Wow. I didn't know any of that at all. Yeah. Interesting guy. Yeah. Great sounds. Yeah. and then not, But Jesus. Portland still has that tradition. Like the new, the new wave of Portland is the Mississippi Records guys. Right. Who are being pretty irreverent about um, the curation of like... Uh, um, the folk musics of the world contemporary yeah i'm pretty i got pretty heavy into all their stuff a couple years back it was they, like i have to have everything oh yeah 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 because i liked it all so but much then, then you know who moved to portland is uh sublime frequencies dudes right and their stuff is a bit more curated i feel like yeah well like, they go yeah. traveling and, and then there's another yeah. label do you know sahel sounds yes i love sahel sounds yeah, yeah that sahel guy sounds, chris is in portland that's too. mostly god i didn't know that that's mostly yeah, like um of it. and they all just hang out at mississippi records you go oh, over there and you probably see two out of three of them i didn't know that yeah. god damn because that's some of my favorite music mm-hmm. listeners you're gonna be barraged with music for this episode because all that sahel sounds <laughs> Patatucci, Les playing Claypool, with some of the Billy Sheehan, <laughs> some uh, of the Sahel greatest, sounds. some of the greatest Saharan guitar players. <laughs> All that Touareg stuff is just outstanding. It is though. Yeah, it's just so uh, Malian. It's weird. It sounds almost like uh, I feel like some of it sounds like indie rock in a weird way. Yeah, it's like kids are loving it. It's very because it, it's this little. There's that one song, one album, Ishlan and Tenere, whatever. I think Sahel Sounds put that out. Okay, yeah. maybe in conjunction with yeah. uh, Mississippi. Yeah, because they're just like they're who all, wants to spend a thousand dollars a day. Yeah, yeah. But that shit, yeah, it's incredible. It's all dope up there. It is, man. Had to get out. I was like, these kids are lapping me. 
It's a lot. Yeah, it's pretty deep with the connoisseurship, I suppose. <laughs> it, that it's stuff. great, you know. And in Portland, uh, not to like be like, oh, Portland's amazing, but the, a lot of the smaller bars and stuff, the DJs will be just record collectors. Yeah. Whereas in LA, I don't think I've found one place where, except for like the Dame Funk night, where All there's right. that sense of like, I'm a collector. I'm gonna bring these things I'm just that I found. Play my best. I'm playing these, or like yeah. I'm gonna play. Um, Turkish country records tonight or whatever right. it is. Like I got a lot of friends that do that kind of thing. Yeah, that's pretty much what I, if I DJ now, that's what it is. I rarely get asked to DJ because I am I hate doing it now. But I DJed about a, two months ago to some bar to just a bunch of disinterested strangers. But I was just like, I'm just going to play whatever the fuck I want because no one's told me otherwise. And that's what I just did. I just played what I wanted to listen to at that time and it was fun. It was fun. That's the way to do it. Yeah. I mean, it was a wide breadth of, of crap. That's the way to roll, I think. So when did you start making music as White Rainbow? Oh, two. Oh, two. Like, yeah, I went to Port. I was in Portland in uh, '94, and then like I started a band with my buddy, space rock band. What like, was it called? You may beat Sue. You may beat Sue. Is that on K? It was eventually. Yeah, okay. the first couple were like uh, smaller labels. It was kind of self-released, and then this label bought a Bing, and then. I'd become friends with Calvin, and I never thought it'd be a good fit, but he was like, you should just put out the thing on my label. And I was like, ah, yeah. all right. And that was a space rock band? Yeah. So that was the first thing you had uh, recorded and released? Yeah, put and out released? there. CD. Nice. We did like four albums and a couple little EP things, and then uh, all graduated from college and kind of broke up. Are you like a little... Is it, does that make you like a celebrity there if you have this? Because uh, it's not a very no. big town. No. It doesn't make but you... Like, everybody does that. Because... Okay, because it There's it no seems celebrity to me, up there. Well, then who's getting all the pussy? <laughs> who gets the Who gets all the other rock star fans and stuff in in that city? Yeah, there's like, there, like well, Olympia uh, and now in right. Portland had that label, Kill Rockstar. Right, Kill Rockstar. That's the mentality. Like you're not a celebrity if you make music. You're not. You're just, I feel like as much as they say that, you can't you can't divorce yourselves from the fact that if you're on stage, uh, you know, playing music, I did people, okay. You know, I did yeah. okay. It's a sexy thing. It's a sexy vibe. If you're sure. like performing, that's that's the nature of performance. It's a you're a badass if you're performing. Yeah, you're showing people. off as a social thing. So you're you're trying, a, to, trying to find a lady. I mean, like you're not a rock star, but you're definitely cool. I mean, a Calvin. Star. Calvin's a ladies' man. You know, uh, I'm sure. I mean, <clears throat> of course. I don't know if he'll ever listen to this, but that dude gets. He, oh, he did. <laughs> he get a lot of. And it's like that. Getting Cute, it locked, getting tweet, it locked innocent. Oh my god! K records like la la. I'm a funny guy. But then you listen to the lyrics of a Calvin Johnson song. I've played with him for really? a long time. There's just the most sexual songs, all of them. Because he was in beat tummy happening. Hop, right? hop on top. Tummy, 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 tummy. Hop, <laughs> hop on top. Tummy, hop. I mean, what's that song about? It sounds like hopping a on somebody's tummy. Well, it's like a reggae song. It's all those reggae <laughs> songs that are like, she got the big banana. She wants to be the banana. Can we play some of your music now? No. Well, how about you tell me? <sighs> Let's rewind a little bit here. Just take it back and just cool out. Hi, uh, David. Would you please come to the counter? Your catalog is ready. You're David Trouble to Who's that? Paul Davis. Paul Davis. Yeah, he was like a blue-eyed soul country uh, guy. I love the blue-eyed soul. Wow. Yeah, and this is his song, I Go Crazy. 
That's very smooth, man. Yeah, so smooth, right? That's that dentist office, like, nitrous shit. Yeah, God. So there's music like that that makes me just want to take a certain amount of a certain drug and just sort of be in a hot tub that's in the desert with friends. All the flowers Actually, I'm changing what this is going to. This is this is the city lights at night. It is city lights at night. It's a rooftop hot tub. Yeah, I did that. You may beat some stuff, and then like you know, my band broke up, and then like that's about it. But you are not really a band now. You make electronic music. Well, that band broke up. I had a lot of pedals and space rock. I don't know if you remember the time period. Oh, I do. Emulation, pedal worship, electroharmonics, pedal worship. It was. I was like a slow dive. MBV worshipping but also like German psychedelic music worshipping in middle like Can Can and Tangerine Dream and Cluster was the Cluster. biggest one for me and Clusters. still is and um you know and, and but Eno. also like uh, Spaceman 3 and, yeah. and and Slow Dive and MBV and um, My Bloody Valentine is what he's talking about listeners MBV is a uh, acronym for My Bloody Valentine <laughs> Kevin Shields project of uh... <laughs> oh my god that sounded like a fucking slowed down bark or <laughs> Kevin Shields, uh, he's a, a musician. He did uh, I think a lot they of. Know. Yeah, he's some big. people. Well, some people don't. They're uh, huge. They're headlining things. They are, but there's people who listen. Who I just feel like there's a lot of people who uh, are into music, oh, okay. but they're not. Yeah, sure, They're sort of, of like younger listeners. Of course, you know what I mean. They're like, what is that? Yeah, well, you know, we're gonna keep going through. We're gonna have yeah. a list of all the bands we drop names. Of. <sighs> I think I think I've already fucked up, but I have to listen to it all over again. But I I want to play. Uh, I want to take a quick break, Do and it. I want to play. I want to. Well, there'll be a song in this break. Okay, quick break. Say quick break. Us command. Hello, Johnny here. I'm about to play a track from Adam's new album entitled "Through You." This is the first track called "Batman Palace." Please be sure to procure it in the real world on vinyl, which is the best, or on download or CD. Here you go.
where we are. Hey, hey, Michael, I just found your shoes. Did you leave them at my house? Because here's the thing. I think you're cool, but I don't know if it's going to work between us anymore, Mike. Mike, look, you're a cool guy and all, but I just don't know if it's going to be the thing that I need it to be right now. I'm going to nursing school in the fall, and I'm going to be really busy. And look, man, I love you, but it's just not going to work out. Just not going to work out. Just not going to work out. Welcome back to Twisting the Wind here on the Feral Audio Network. My guest today is Adam Forkner, a.k.a. White Rainbow. Is that White Rainbow Hunting Knife Survival Blade? Electronic music producer, DJ, engineer. Oh, yeah. Salmon fishery operator. Yeah, I did it all. PWM, Pacific Northwest winning combination editor setter. Beats, edits. Okay, Adam, let's talk about Terry Thamlets. <laughs> I don't know who that is. How cool. I got you stumped for once. I don't. Really, I barely know who it is. I have a good... Who's Terry Thamlets? Terry Thamlets? Uh, she or he. Yeah, I think it's a she now. He's just okay. a music person, like like super fucking deep indie electronic minimals oh, crap cool. from the early 2000s. Really? Hit a label called... Oh, I can't remember what it was fucking called. You probably know people on it. I don't know. What was on it? Um, shit, I can't remember. I have to look it up. I'm going to look it up right now. I have to look it. it up. Just do it. I'll yeah. talk about other things. You'll know, you'll know, you'll know this. All right. Terry, I just, that just came into my head because, because. Let's just get into it. Yeah, get it, get it. Terry Thamlitz had a record label called Mille Plateau. Oh, Mille Plateau, yeah. Yeah. And like, she, uh, yeah. Terry Thamlitz. That's like Mouse on Mars side projects and stuff. Sort of. It's pretty uh, pretty minimalist stuff. Yeah, it's hard yeah, to listen yeah, to yeah. a lot of it. Burnt Friedman, maybe. Oh, yeah. Some of that kind of All stuff. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that kind of thing. Yeah, I bet you do. I bet you like that I'm kind down. of thing. I get down. Uh, I want to ask you about something that you Good. said Shoot. in that LA Record magazine. I thought it was oh, word, interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I had Dan on the podcast a little while ago. Who's Dan? I think he's the guy who interviewed you. Okay. Yeah. Um, that was a nice, we had a nice br- yeah. brunch. He, you said something in there about how um, you got to use the latest technology in music because if you don't, like how, because something about how um, you have to be progressive because everyone's always been progressive and to oh, yeah. to be like obsessed with vintage stuff is sort of. I'm and, off that, man. Yeah. It's a weird, it's a thing that a lot of people get stuck I, on this. Yeah. You got to have this, you got to have the vintage, these vintage gear Nazis, you know what I mean? Well, in our time where you can have access to like all all music right we're in this like mode of of looking back right right I, I think that's cool right i like sampling and stuff i think we're in a cool new era of like being able to look at all of the history of recorded music and then you can do whatever you want with it yeah or, and adding to it with the perspective that like you know 15 20 years ago you didn't have that perspective right. but anyway that's kind of led to a lot of like people thinking, oh, what's what's authentic, what's not. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of a lot of like, oh no, that's not real house music. Right. You didn't use that right gear. Yeah. That's I'll... not that gritty, that real. Right. You know, and there's a lot of people that are like, no, that's not real. 
Like, where's the real? Yeah, where's the real? real? That real raw trap <laughs> shit. I want that real, that real classic dirty garage house. Is that music a real or, 303, or is or, that like a 303 emulator? Yeah, or is that, or is that like real like psychedelic music, or is that just some kids who listen to Animal Collective in yeah. college and then started a band that got on, on Gorilla versus Bear, and they're, you're not going to remember their name in six months? Are you real? Or are you fake? Uh-huh. You got a parka on, bopping your head along with your little knobs. <laughs> you know, good job, kids. Get a little sign of your friends, a little excitable label. You know, is doing things, doing <laughs> things, doing things. And then in a year from now, we don't hear from you. Are you real? A parka. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, or, you know, you put on the like little long johns and little vests and stuff. You get yourself an old-timey instrument. You start, your friends got beards and mustaches and a little, maybe somebody's just playing a, a, a bass drum right. or whatever. And, that, and those are like ways people are trying to get real. Yeah. Or like in, you know what I mean? Like Mumford and Sons and like an analog synth purist band are the same fucking thing to me. You're just like a retro act. Right. And like, you know, I grew up with jazz in my life and like preservation of a culture was like a thing. Mm-hmm. Like I said, my father knows thousands of jazz tunes that no one wants to fucking hear <laughs> ever. And he's like, okay, cool. You know, you're in Wynton Marsalis, God bless his soul, but he's no fucking Miles Davis. No, he's not. He's, he's a, a preservation. He's a historian. He's a, historian. He's a librarian. Yeah. Librarian. I, that's, that's a dope thing. I appreciate you, boo-boo. But like, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's anti-progressive. It's and sort I, of this yeah. thing. It's nostalgic. It's uh, sentimental. It's sentimental. And there's sentimental punk bands and garage bands yeah. and all all types of music these days. It seems like there's just this like, oh, I like that period. That's what I'm going to do now. Right. And I don't like that so much for myself and for music. I right. think that, you know, we sh- like people should just get weird. Mm-hmm. Just fuck up and fail mm-hmm. over and over again. Mm-hmm. And not think so much about like... Fucking! If Pitchfork's gonna bag the record, they they bagged all my records. Really? That's yeah, awesome. for years. That's great. For years, and like that's... I don't I don't get any love, and that, that's that's freeing. You know, I don't get a lot of like uh, cool guy points. I'm okay. not cool. Like I have some friends who are very cool, right? And I think that's been problematic for me. They're like, oh, he's the cool kids little buddy fuck that guy he's probably a fucking douche or like he's probably just like a hangers on or or a or not a, real he's not real you know oh like, man devendra's real forkner's not real or whatever it's just arbitrary we don't yeah and like he's a friend of mine and it's arbitrary it's really arbitrary because uh or or whatever or like the dirty projectors that's real mm-hmm. or something like that like friends of mine that 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 have been successful right. and that are are like garnered with respect or whatever. But me, I'm like always like, you know what? You get a little attention, you should take it weirder. Yeah, don't go safer. I hate I hate when bands like go safer second record. It happens oh, all shit. the time. It happens all the time. It's because like, you feel that you got that hook. Like oh shit, I'm scared. I'm gonna lose this no, thing man. that I got. But I got this not by trying tape. to. I got it by right. you got yeah. it by accident. Yeah, right. Think, that 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 first thing that you did. When you, you just, didn't, you weren't thinking about it all and shucking and jiving and yeah. like, and then, and then the second thing, like once you get a little attention on you, you like clean up your act a little bit, you get that yeah. little almost famous blazer on, you know, the, you start <laughs> like wearing little yeah. nicer clothes and right. shit. And like, I'm like, you know what? I don't, I don't fuck with that world. Mm-hmm. I just don't. I never have, I'm not a very successful musician because of it, because I never, like, it's problematic for me in my life, but like, I like to just kind of go into like w- the weirdest most right. antithetical zones. Yeah. And, I, and, uh, and so people that are like analog purists, they just bug me. 
I'm just like, dude, why? That stuff's the worst. It's really gross. Because like, it's a lot of money and a lot of time and a lot of numbers. And I, I, I studied like audio engineering, and right. those assholes will fucking just run you out of the room with their like, oh, have you heard the Eric's two e nine T? And you're like, I, do you know? Have you ever fucking made a song? You know, like I don't give a oh, fuck. Yeah, that's the greatest. I don't sense. give a fuck. You know what I mean? Well, it's the RST nine thing. Oh yeah, but that compressor's getting optical, but does it get the dual optical? Yeah, but the fucking light on the thing is from it's, the other era fuck you man like you know you don't know how to fucking touch a person's soul fuck off it's like a defense mechanism in a yeah, weird way it's it this is thing where you it's and it's it's endless it's endless it's, it's an endless circle jerk man endlessly dive into the gear yeah. the gear on it's not gonna make you any more fucking real no you know and if you see the real deal dudes like Let's just take like electronic music for example. Right. Like a lot of those dudes are like, oh, I don't know, I just use my like. Laptop. Yeah, yeah, it's such a funny thing. <laughs> those guys don't give a shit. No, like the it, real dude, he's not thinking yeah. about like uh, you know that's that's some fuckboy shit. There's sometimes stuff that you, <laughs> you could add into what you have that's yeah. fun. It helps you like oh, helps man. jog your brain. And I love that. It, yeah. Yeah. Like a friend of mine bought like one of those Lindrum machines and he makes electronic music. Oh, He's been dope. making with his laptop forever, but he got that. You get that Lindrum, yeah. yeah you get that. It's an injection. Well, I just bought it. I bought, I bought that old Roland synth. You know, just, yeah. oh, it's fun. It's fun. It can inject something in there. But yeah, to be that, the analog pure stuff really gets, it's the same going back to what we first talk, started talking about, like the whole virtuoso thing where it's like this. Right. It's that, the new Ingve. Yeah, you gotta you gotta be on your fucking shit, man. You gotta your shreds have to be perfectly and everything's gotta be yeah. locked down and just. Oh, you just rolling oh. with the Roland Gaia synths and like digital emulation? Uh, no, it's not real Ingve. It's not scallop fretboard, bro. <laughs> you know? Yeah, <laughs> that's not Bella Fleck level. Ooh, yeah, I don't know. It just doesn't have that, it. Just doesn't have that warm tone that I I think it doesn't. See, it has the warm tone, but it doesn't actually have the warm tone that, that I know it doesn't have. So I'm yeah. just sort of. I know it's not, I know it's digital so I just I, once I know it's digital it sounds different so it has this thing where <laughs> I have a special thing I put my digital box inside of an analog uh, old analog I yeah. hollow out the analog machine yeah. and I put the digital chip the in there shit on it homeless guy shit on it we rub the shit on there we put it in a hole for 10 years and we um, we uh, we like lay down a rock legend let him let him lay on it and get it dirty <laughs> David Crosby sweats through a parka onto the uh, the graveside of the yeah, of Neil the, Young and David Crosby fight over it <laughs> And their little blood droplets go into the speakers. And it's instead of gold sputtered, it's blood sputtered. It's blood sputtered. And then we dig it out and we clean it up and then we uh, send it to China. They have this factory that remodulates it. And then, it's, then we're good. And then we got the, the soul is back on the digital. Because that's the thing. Digital just doesn't have, doesn't have anything. It's, you, can't, you can't use it. It's just like too, I don't know. Yeah. That's just me. That's just me though. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, you know, I probably should use better instruments than I do. I'm a little lazy and old now. Yeah, that's that's, but that's a good thing. It's like a freeing thing, isn't it? To yeah. be like away from the, the fucking uh, prison of, the gear prison. Yeah, I'm just like out of the cool prison. Yeah, the cool prison is probably the worst one, isn't it? Yeah, and then the music yeah. world is really a thing. It's nuts. It never ends. Yeah, I feel like I haven't been a part of that in a long time. Yeah, it's definitely a thing. It is a thing in in bands. There's a lot of posing. Oh yes, especially in Brooklyn, <laughs> <laughs> or you know anywhere really. Yeah, Any you, got, you gotta be crusty. Yeah, I stay crust core man. You gotta be super crusty. I'm straight gutter level Beach Boys. You gotta be crusty. 
Can you play something for me here? Yeah, yeah, of course. Let's throw play it something way I down. can rap over because I'm a rapper. Okay. That sounds really good. It's a super warmth there. This is some chill wave shit I was doing. Chill wave. Yo, give me back like a butter and you snap me Yo, daddy, what you gonna get for me? Oh, yo, going to Vines, going to Rass Pick up that unsalted butter I'm another, got my fucking brother Backstroke and fucking snuck a buck Click track Got my dick back Got my wet knapsack full of shit snaps Yeah, boy Coming up with it off the dome Bitch got that snap back on Ooh, I like them boots I like your booties. Ooh, I like them boots. Stab backs. Clap craps. Let's just kick it. Let's just kick it. Um, let's just kick it for a second. Can we kick it? Yes, we can. Can we kick it one time? Yeah, it's like... Ooh, uh. Love you. That treble level off. That's one of my favorite sounds. It's through the wall sound. Yeah. Oh. Uh. My neighbor plays drums. 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 <laughs> my neighbor plays drums. I like That's this break right here. No, I don't like that. I like this right here. Oh, a lot of space in there. Well, I slowed it down too much. No, it's good. It's not too much. It's huge. Oh, that's my favorite right there. Ooh. Sing, sing. What is that? This is band Gaz. Gaz? Yeah. This is like an eighties band. Uh, seventies. G A Z, huh? Yeah, this is called Sing Sing. So, what is that? Uh, what is that? Uh compressor that makes that sound that beautiful like those those uh, you know what i'm talking about that where that clap sounds those claps? sounds so like is there a certain compressor you think yeah. a certain way to compress i don't really think about compression i want to learn more about compression oh let's just do a little demonstration yeah compression let's talk about right compression. Here. this is just the raw well this is a recorded file of something that's got a lot of compressors on it already but let's just see what we can do with a couple of the inbuilt compressors in my daw this is like a nice tutorial on a musician's friend. Hear that? That's pumping. Hear that? That's pumping compression. You hear that? It's just like taking the peaks and yeah. pumping. You know what I mean? It's got that nice mouth feel. You know, it kind of makes your head feel like it's exploding. That's nasty compression, right? Mm. Mm. Or whatnot. Mm. Mm. Anyway, yeah. I love it. Yeah, we can talk about compressors. For days. Uh, where can people get your music? What's the best place to get um, it for you? Mostly now on whiterainbowpizza.bandcamp.com. Nice. White Rainbow was taken, I don't know, by who? But Who has it? I don't know. Is it empty? I emailed Bandcamp like, yo, but they didn't get back. I wonder why Bandcamp has trouble getting back to people. <laughs> I wonder why a website that uh, is a music-based website is run by people who sometimes... No, they're cool, man. They're, they're, they're cool, but you know I think what I mean? they were just like, nah, dude, somebody else got White Rainbow. Sorry. <laughs> I'm like, nah, who? Dude. I'm the only White Rainbow. No, there's a White Rainbow in Mexico. Oh, like a, shit. Like a little... Like they're a five-piece. I saw them. A five-piece? Like they're, a five-piece metal band? Up the, kids? Climbing up the Google charts. <laughs> there's some sort of arts uh, event organization in New York City called White Rainbow. I'm okay. really bummed about them. But no, White Rainbow Pizza... There was okay. a restaurant called White Rainbow somewhere in New England. <laughs> like, Hopefully not a pizza, I don't have a dot com. Pizzeria. No, I don't know. Um, but yeah, White Rainbow Pizza at 
dot bandcamp get it you know you can google adam forkner white rainbow it should get up there uh Great. i have a tumblr white rainbow tumblr yes i got a white rainbow twitter yes i got an instagram that's uh Ooh. boring hotel plaza picks 2014 <laughs> so nice uh, until I might change that, but you know, you can find me in the world. Do you have like, I, a tour coming up or anything? I don't know. I'm like retired. I semi retired. Semi retired? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Probably like forcibly. They're okay. like, they're done with me out there, man. Who? Just like, uh, people that like music. It's <laughs> not true. Don't say that. No, I mean, don't I'm, I'm that. just, I'm, I'm a uh, mellow and a little bit older. I'm not like Got it. pushing really hard with the touring. It's hard. It's the hardest thing in the world, I think, actually. It's fun, man. It's fun, Y'all comedians, like, you gotta get out there on the road, sleep on floors, get yeah, 20 bucks a night. I've done it. It's it's hard. I haven't done it that hard. I haven't done, like, the real thing where you do that. Yeah. But I don't know if my physical body is, is can can do that. No, it's but, tough on the body. Yeah, physical body thing. So, yeah, no touring um, or shows lined up. But they'll, they'll Email be. Email me. Email Whiterainbowbooking at gmail.com. Let's chat. Step in. Groove it, lock it out. You know, if you need, a, I've been doing commercial work. Yes. Yeah, old Navy ads. Yes. Uh, oh God, I was gonna never tell anybody about that. You just did. Shit. Um, That's good. You know, no, I've been. You know, I did some. You know, if you need some work, man. If you need some work, you got the I workstation. Got, I know how to work a compressor. I got snare drums. You know? <laughs> I got snares for days. I got snares for days. Snares for days. Okay, we're gonna uh, disengage now. I want to do it. Here. I want to do it in high style. Maybe we can just do tremolo or something. Maybe you go. Yeah. Thanks for listening to Twisting the Wind. That sounds good. KKKK everybody thank you for being a part of this episode of the podcast I want to play one more track here from White Rainbow's new album Through You that's T-H-R-U dot U the letter U dot maybe at the end of that uh, it's hard for me to really describe but 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 uh, this album is uh, it's outstanding you have to have it I mean I haven't listened to something in a long time where I just instantly found it to be a hundred percent just bliss pure pleasure what the fuck is that outstanding beautiful tone the whole album is great there's 11 songs on it there's so much good on there i just played two of them for you i'm about to play one here to make that two i've played on the podcast so please seek out go out go to the twisting the wind page and you can you can get the links are there to go to the band camp or to amazon and buy the entire album it's outstanding it's super just the best it's fucking bliss it's packaged bliss thanks for listening uh, we'll be back here on Twisting the Wind with Johnny Pemberton on the Feral Audio Network. Thank you. really appreciate it.
branch of the United States government, it is the mission of the National Security Agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security. The NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary. Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on feralaudio.com.